the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Dave Ellswick Show, and I am Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Folks, we have a very special guest here on the, on the phone uh, calling in uh, on his way in to join us, and hopefully you, at the Capitol today at noon because of this attack on the Freedom of Information Act. So we need your help. We need you to come down to the Capitol at noon, a little afternoon, but roughly noon, and join up with us to show, to show your support for transparency in government in Arkansas because it's under attack. Joey, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing, doing good. I'll tell you what, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big day today, Robert, and it's a... You know, I've kind of got that nervous feeling in my stomach because this is this is critical for the rights of the people. I'm not sure if in the 20 years that I've been in the state of Arkansas, it's the longest uh, I've lived in any one place continuously. In the 20 years that I've been in the state of Arkansas and adopted this state as my home, uh, that I have seen something more potentially devastating uh, to uh, the people of Arkansas uh, and to the operation of government than what's happening right now on this Memorial 9-11 day. By the way, Joe, as we get into the details, who's the brilliant staffer who came up with the idea of seeking to undermine transparency on this holy day of 9-11? Obviously, it's somewhat rhetorical of a question, but what a, what a bad idea. But by the way, I don't mean bad idea only because of politics. Don't you think we should be focused on, uh, on the horrors of 9-11 and coming together as a people, as a country, as a state, instead of fighting? But we're fighting now, and we're fighting for transparency. Joe, instead of uh, outlining it uh, for the people, I've been talking about the bill. I haven't gotten into all the details yet. But why don't you tell the folks what your concerns are about this bill that David Ray, Scott Flippo, and uh, Governor Sanders uh, are um, putting forth in all of a three-day session um, uh, with all the deliberation that comes in that heartbeat of a session. Uh, tell us your concerns and start with first principles because I have not gone into detail with the folks. All they know is that there's a, an attack on transparency. Go ahead. Yeah, I think my 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 first concern is, is just kind of a, a, a political concern is that I've talked to many, many legislators over the last several days, and and uh, this seems to be all about the governor and uh, scoring brownie points with the governor, keeping off of her uh, blacklist, and th- and that's just not right. This, we're talking about our rights here. We're not talking about some some uh, mundane law. We're talking about our rights. And what's very concerning to me is is first of all. It, this Trojan horse of security. I mean, we all want our governor and her family protected, and we we could do that by a very simple bill, um, and uh, protect our governor, uh, protect um, her security. But what's happening here is is it's, it's very apparent to me that that um, she's taking a a liberal blogger, Matt Campbell, and cons- uh, let's be very clear: for you is not a liberal issue or a conservative issue. I happen to believe that Matt Campbell's right on target here. He asked for information, uh, and he didn't get it. And um, so um, 
information like how much is the governor spending on uh, trips abroad using t- a taxpayer airplane, uh, information about who she's traveling with. I mean, to me, that's fair game. That's for you. But fundamentally, um, that's one issue. Um, but I think what we're doing here is giving 430 state commissions, boards, um, uh Agencies, Agencies yep. literally uh, um, unfettered uh, uh, authority to to do as they wish, to run amok, and there's no public oversight. And that is huge. I mean, I keep hearing that legislators are claiming that this is limited in scope. I mean, this is this is massive. If the people cannot see what their um, elected officials are doing and all these boards and in real time we're in real trouble and and it'll lead to corruption uh, it'll lead to to uh, uh, just no no oversight I mean this, and let me this give a little framework uh, Joey uh, you're right on the money of course let me give a little framework here uh, we're talking about the two middle out of four provisions right now uh, that are in this bad bill uh, by um, David Ray. And this bill, uh, they want to uh, allow any government entity, any state entity, any state entity, that's boards, commissions, agencies, that uh, 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 are, make policy, that before they make a policy, before they release a policy for the public to see what they're releasing, any of the records before, who the big money lobbyists are who are lobbying them, Who's talking to who? Who's sending in emails? Who's sending in letters? Who's taking them out to dinner? All that stuff, off limits if this bill passes. And they call that, well, that's a deliberative process privilege because they've got to be able to talk freely. Um, I don't understand why you can't talk freely and still be transparent. I'm on the radio right now doing what? Talking freely and anybody can listen in. You know, and I said this before, Joe, and I'm going to say it again. You know, men and women have different pairs of different stuff, but if you're an, uh, uh, um, an appointed official, elected official, whatever it may be, in uh, state government, grow a pair of whatever you would grow a pair of and stand up and pull up your big boy pants because it's time to be an adult here. And you want to have a, uh, uh, you receive a memo? What do you care if you receive a memo? Show it to the public. You should put, put all this stuff online right now. You write a memo, show it to the public. What you hiding from? What you hiding from? Cowards. Absolute cowards. So that's one. And then the other related one is they want to uh, um, build into the FOIA an exemption for any communications between uh, anybody uh, in the government um, and government attorneys. The problem with that is the government is widespread with huge amounts of attorneys. And... If you allow that to happen, you're going to have what happened in Penn State because they don't have a FOIA that essentially applies robustly to the universities. And Jerry Sandusky was raping a bunch of students, raping a bunch of students. And they got the attorneys involved early on. And if that happens here in Arkansas and this law passes, we ain't going to find out about it. So this is, becomes the uh, Rapist Protection Act. That's what it is. Um, and these... Uh, legislators are going to vote for this, they're going to have to own that when a bunch of kids get raped, just like the sexual abuse that already took place in the case that you and I handled up there in the Fayetteville area. It already happened. But guess what? We got those records. And they fought us. They fought us tooth and nail on those records, Joey. And they want to impose this uh, uh, at the state level. And here, by the way, they say, oh, but it's modest because we're not doing it on county and city government, just the state government. First of all, state government's by far the biggest. But here's the second of all. It shows your hypocrisy. Wait, it's good enough for state government, but it ain't good enough for, for local government? Or, or is it the fact that you're in control of state government and that those are the records you're concerned about keeping secret and you don't give a lick one way or the other when it comes to local government? It shows a remarkable sense of hypocrisy. 
Go ahead, Joe. What are your continued thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, they're getting ready to, if they vote on this today, I, I can, I don't expect a constitutional crisis because at some point legislators are going to want those records and they're going to be told, nope, those are no longer uh, subject to FOIA. Uh, you can't have them either uh, and, and sue us if you want them. And so they're giving, going an on? Immense yeah. amount, they're, they're giving an immense amount of power uh, to Governor Sanders. And let's not forget Governor Sanders. And the bureaucrats. Yeah, oh, and the bureaucrats. That's what I've talked about. I mean, 430 commissions, boards, uh, agencies. I mean, I mean, it is, it is a, and number one, it's a, it's a bloated state government. Um, and uh, now we're going to give them, let them run amok, uh, do as they wish without, with zero. I cannot, now I can't request those, those records. I won't be able to request those records. I mean, is that a conservative idea that that a group of Republicans, uh, because they want to uh, get in good graces with with the governor? I mean, I'm not willing to give up my right to know, uh, based upon uh, a legislator wanting to keep in good graces with the governor. And and I'm not just saying that lightly. I've heard that over and over and over again, and. They need to. They need to. They need to take this bill and pull it down, and uh, take it to the task force that the legislature created, uh, and and vet that bill, and spend time on this. You know, it's really remarkable that uh, only a handful of years ago, the legislature created and the governor signed the FOIA, the Freedom of Information Act task force. And their job is to review all legislation regarding the FOIA. Now, the task force doesn't get to vote on legislation because they're not members of the legislature, but they advise. And the legislature asked for that advice, not the other way around. The legislature said, hey, let's create this body, and then they can advise us on this. And on the similar bill that was introduced uh, by David Ray uh, at the end of the last legislative session, just a few months ago, which was defeated, uh, the task force said this bill is not in the best interests of Arkansas, the people of Arkansas. And they, and we've, I'm on the task force, and folks on the task force have voted certain bills are not good and recommended against passing them. Uh, but other bills are good and recommended to pass them. But never before has the task force voted to state that a particular bill is not in the best interests of the people of Arkansas until David Ray's bad FOIA bill from last session came up. And this bill copies the substance of several provisions from that bad bill. Not all of them. And it's changed the wording. By the way, Joe, it changed the wording after I told them, you're not doing what you claim you're doing in one section. You're doing something very different because you haven't worded it correctly. They told me I was wrong, and yet they fixed exactly the mistake that I pointed out to them. Huh. Maybe it turned out I was right after all, Joe. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's, no doubt about, there's no doubt about that. And uh, that's why it's important that before we start gutting for you, our, the people's right to know before we start doing that, um, we better have a lot of eyes on it. We better not be rushing through Indeed. the process because these legislators. Joe, Joe, hold back. the thought. Yep. Hold the you thought, bet. Joe, because we're going to take a quick break with Aaron, and we'll be back in a few moments. Answer. We have on the phone with us Joey McCutcheon, who is a um, civil liberties attorney fighting for transparency every day uh, against government overreach. And we are talking about this bill uh, that is in the legislature today during a special session on this holy Memorial Day of 9-11. Sadly, uh, we are confronted uh, with confrontation. We are confronted with fighting each other because uh, David Ray and the governor are brought up uh, and Scott Flippo have brought up a bill on this holy 9-11. Um, and this bill seeks to undermine our transparency. This is a problem. Uh, so, Joe, talk about some more details as to wh what you think uh, um, is going on here and, and why it's bad for transparency and why we all need to show up at noon at the Capitol 
to help fight this terrible bill. Yeah, it's bad because we're we're uh, um, ceding a ton of authority uh, to a popular governor, one who who many of us like and like many of her policies, but uh, we don't like this lack of transparency. Um, you know, this is this is concerning, and legislators should understand that they are giving a massive amount of authority to this governor. And they're taking they're taking their own power away because they're going to no longer have oversight over all of these uh, commissions, boards, uh, et cetera. And um, but fundamentally, FOIA is the people's law. And, and to be clear, they, Joe, it's not it's not only ceding authority to this governor, and that's why they seem undisturbed because they generally like what she does, and I understand that. But when you change the law, it's for all governors. And you're not going to be able to change it back. Oh, well, we'll just fix it. Really? How does that work? Yeah. Uh, so ne- that's the problem. Uh, what if G- Gavin Newsom, I've asked some of them, what, what if Gaz- Gavin Newsom uh, proposed, this, if he was our governor and he proposed this law, uh, would, would you still be so comfortable with it? Would you not be raising Cain and saying that he is taking away the people's rights? But, you know, the... Legislators, I, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, I think the people are going to revolt at this, and and uh, they may be concerned that the governor will uh, uh, primary them. That's that's one of the words I, I keep hearing. But uh, I know that if my local legislators um, vote for this, uh, I'm going to be looking uh, for somebody to run against them because you cannot give away half of the people's law. Uh, overnight literally overnight i mean can you imagine this uh considering foia in a special session by a group of republicans who have a platform that say that they believe in transparency and open government and yeah uh, uh, joey it's such a critical point you see in the uh, uh federal government uh that um the uh biden administration is refusing to turn over records uh, to congressional uh, committees, uh, Republican committees, say, well, we just don't have to do it. We're just not going to do it. And when the state legislature calls state agencies in, then they ask for records, they do so under the Freedom of Information Act. They don't do so under subpoena because it's exceedingly rare that you can get a subpoena against a state agency. Exceedingly rare. The hoops you have to jump through to get a subpoena makes it all but ungettable. I'm not sure there's ever been a subpoena issued in state uh, in the legislature against a state entity in the last 50 years. Now, I don't know for sure, uh, but I can tell you that I would be surprised if it were the case. But yet they get records all the time, like the hearing they recently had with the guy with the head of Central Arkansas Water because of an article that I wrote, uh, because of information that I got pursuant to the Freedom of Information Act. So, the legislature is turning over authority to the executive branch, and it's not this executive branch. It's every executive branch going forward, and they're basing it on a model from D.C., from New York, and from California. So that's, their, that, that's what they're telling you. We're bringing you D.C., we're bringing you California, we're bringing you New York, which is big government and not a lot of oversight. Is that what conservatism is, is, is about? Go ahead, Joe. We've got about a minute yeah, it, before it, we hit a break. It, it is shocking that, that uh, we will sit there, and these folks who are taking away our right to know will sit there and make the argument that we're basing this on the federal system, yet on every other, every other breath uh, they're attacking the federal system because it needs to be attacked. I mean, the... the uh, this is make no mistake about it our ability to see the sausage making that's occurring on in all of these state agencies is fundamental to FOIA that's what FOIA is all about if we're able just to see as they want they just want us to see the final product the final record I mean think it's really remarkable right you know hey hey just sit back um, because we know what's better for you you know, that's what, uh, that's what Reagan criticized. Reagan said the most dangerous words are, we're from the government, we're here to help. Those are the most dangerous words 
according to Ronald Reagan. And what are they saying to you by, by saying to you now, saying to the people of Arkansas now? Uh, well, you know what? I'll tell you that after we take this quick break. I would have expected conduit um, to be for this since it reduces government size due to reduced work workload. Interesting. Yeah, but it, it doesn't, right, Jenny? I mean, that's how absurd this argument is. Because, because I thought, well, yeah, it does uh, make government more efficient because you don't have to answer to the people anymore, right? You don't have to, but, you, you don't have to answer to us at all. And so, but that's what they want. And so I, 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 um, I had a moment. I might have been a little petty, and I said, yeah, reduce workload. I guess it would be even faster if we did away with the legislature altogether and cheaper, right? Yeah, you know, look, we could just have a king, uh, but we don't call them kings right. these days. That's we right. call them dictators. We call them fascists. We call them tyrants. We call them communists. We can have all that. You know, the thing about democracy, it's the worst form of government next to all the others. And right. if we want a tyrant, if we want a king, if we want to live in North Korea, that's more efficient. Because you know what? Yeah. In North Korea, nobody gets to see what the government's doing. They just yeah. do what they're told. Government, yeah. by the way, it doesn't take fewer people. Because guess what government yeah. does when it's unchecked? It grows, and it grows, yeah, and it grows, it grows. and it spends right. more of your money, and it takes your that's money, right. and it picks and your pocket, and you don't even see yeah. where it goes. And that's why this is so huge to conduit, and I'm just, I'm not going to be petty. Um, I'm going to be serious for a second. I think it's been, for me, it's been disheartening because there are so many legislat- le- legislators that I genuinely um, really respect um, in, in, uh, at the Capitol right now, and it's been really difficult to reconcile their support for this bill um, because it, it, it just it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how you can read this bill and still support it. Like we have said so many times, um, there can be two things true at the same time. You can support um, the security of the governor uh, and her family, but then also not gut our wonderful Freedom of Information Act. You can't well, of course, write a there four part, bill. Right? There are four parts to this bill, and uh, only one part deals with her security. Right. And nobody's, yeah. I mean, there's, on the fringe, there are some comments right. about uh, the expenditure stuff. Right. But the yeah. core of it, which deals yeah. with her security, nobody's right. objecting to that. Absolutely so it's not. A, it's a smokescreen. It's a yeah. smokescreen is what it is. It is. And then also, I think the other disheartening thing has been some responses from legislators, not just to me, but to other people. And the comment has been, um, oh, well, you know, there's still going to be transparency. And the budget uh, budgets and line items are still going to be released. And committees are still going to be live streamed. And do you think we're complete idiots? Do you think we're complete idiots? I think they think we idiots? are. That is not that is not what we're asking for. We know that that is not what you know what 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 we are ask what we have asked for in the past regarding regarding FOIAs, and it's it is so it is so insulting when they respond in that manner because we we know that they know that we know, and but yet they continue to say those things. And then I'm just gonna I know that um, we have the, the FOIA task force coming up soon, but. My, I, have, um, I have two family members. One served as a legislator here in the Arkansas House for over three decades. And then my other grandfather. All right, Jamie, did we lose you? Oh, well, no, no but you're exactly it's remarkable, Jenny. You know, we, we have this long history of people fighting for freedom, like your relatives who fought for freedom. Uh, by the way, not only in the legislature, uh, people who fought for our freedom in the military yeah. on yeah. in response to this holy 9-1-1 day, this holy 9-11 yeah. day. And on this holy Memorial Day, these uh, defenders of bureaucrats are seeking yeah. to undermine our freedom. You know, this is the, the Freedom of Information yeah. Act is what gives rise to our First Amendment, freedom yeah. of the press. 
I'm a well, member I'm of the press, yeah. You, yeah. right? You're a member of the press. Yeah. How, yeah. You read my article this week in the Democrat Gazette where I expose the wrongdoing at Central Arkansas Water. How did yeah. I do it? With the Freedom of Information Act. Well, and and you know what they you know, Wait, wait. Just Dan Sullivan, listen to this. Dan Sullivan love, you, love that. Dan Sullivan yeah. love that. And, yeah, and, and they're understanding, gonna, he supports this. So how do you well, reconcile that? But, but here's the thing. So then... So then I had one family member in the Arkansas House for three decades. My other family member was head of the Pumbleup Arsenal for as long as I can remember, worked at the Pentagon, was a red coat in the Senate. His wife, my grandmother, she worked in the Arkansas House constituency office. Democrat and Republican governors, okay, would go to her to write letters. They were brilliant. He would always right. say to all, all of us grandkids, little girl, the one thing that you must always have is integrity. If you don't have integrity, you don't have anything. A hundred percent. You know, here's the thing, Jenny, that conservatives always own the issue of being principled. In part, yeah. to be fair, yeah. liberals, progressives used to, would say fairly openly, look, our philosophy is that the um, um, means do justify the ends. That's what the progressives would say to you. But the conservatives yeah. say, no, bad yeah, means don't, right. right? Bad yeah. means don't justify good ends. Yeah. That's what we yeah. as conservatives it's have so said. Yeah, if this bill passes, we've sold out on it. We've handed yeah. that bill to the left uh, because, hey, now the, the means justify the ends because the only yeah. justification that you've heard for this bill is, look, it's a conservative governor and we want to yeah. help her along and speed things along. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, great, but not by yeah. operation. By the way, you think that this conservative governor, that everybody that works in every commission, every agency, yeah. every aspect of the government is good? Baloney. Yeah. There are some <laughs> corrupt people there somewhere. Now, by yeah. accident, we didn't choose them on purpose, but by right. accident, and guess how we're going to check on that? Through the FOIA. And they, yeah. they want to give up on that because they well, think some level of yeah. corruption apparently is okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Jenny. Well, and like I, I think it was either you or Joey mentioned in an interview, there will come a day, it won't be soon, but there will come a day that we will not be in power and we will want to know what's going on. And, and, and that ship has sailed. It will have sailed and we will not be able to see and, um, and, and, and the blood will be on the Republicans' hands and it will, just, it will be too late. And, it will, and, and they, will have, they will have sold out for you know, just 15 mi- minutes of power. And that's all it will be. Yeah, and it's it, it, what's really sad about it is that these people are afraid. Uh, it seems mm-hmm. to me, um, it, instead of standing on their principles, which you can do perfectly politely. By the you way, can. I don't always do it perfectly politely because I don't give a rat's behind. <laughs> okay, but they can do oh, it perfectly so politely. Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. You know, I yeah. talk to, to elected officials all the time. Of both parties, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and the ones uh, on uh, the Democrats uh, that I talk to, um, I tell them, listen, we disagree. We disagree. And I'm going right. to call you out when I think you're doing something stupid. Uh, and they generally say to me, okay. And, and we're going to do They right. say they're going to do the same thing to me. And I say, that's what the, that's what the system is designed for. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm, they're, they're, I'm, hearing that right. They're, I'm, I'm hearing that they're having a hard time finding a committee. To run it through. Oh, um, this is such a scam, isn't it? Let's let's yeah. bring up this point. They yeah. that that this is supposed to go to the state agencies committee. Why? Right. Because it went to state agencies two and a half minutes ago. The last right. time they ran the, yeah. this bad bill, and now yeah. they are talking about bringing it to another committee because yeah. they may not have enough votes on the state agencies committee. That's right. That's right. If that doesn't show you an undermining of democracy. I don't know what does. That's right. And, and that will be very telling, won't it? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's really a, a travesty is what it is. An absolute yeah. travesty. If you, can't yeah. let, if you can't pass your bill through the democratic process, then you're yeah. a fraud. By the way, that's what happened in, in the U.S. Senate when the left said, we're going to change the filibuster rules so we can pass a bunch of mediocre leftist judges. And yeah. they did it. And, and the Republicans said, don't do this because you're going to pay a price because now. 
but only now, if you do this, we're going to come back next time and we're going to pass that same uh, elimination of the filibuster rule, but for the Supreme Court positions, which what wasn't being done at the time. And they said, yeah. oh, good luck. First of all, you'll never get in charge again. And in yeah. a matter of a couple of years, the Republicans took over the Senate. They passed the filibuster uh, change that was the Democrats, not theirs. They passed the Democrats' filibuster change, but applied it to the Supreme Court. And within one term, um, uh, Donald Trump appointed three conservatives that he wouldn't have been able to appoint had the old rule been in place so be careful what you and so that was good for us but the point is it works both ways now the republicans are trying to impose a stupid rule that's right a stupid rule uh and uh, oh hey we got to take a break i just got word we're going to take a break we'll be back after these words to go has changed apparently state agencies doesn't know what they're doing or the reality is they don't think they have the votes in the state agency committee. So now they're either, it's unclear whether they're running it through an entirely different committee alone or they're running it through both committees because you only need one committee to pass it. That's disingenuous, it's undemocratic, and it's disrespectful to the committee process. That's what they're doing right now. And they're moving up the time, as I told you, to somewhere around 11.15 or earlier. So get down to the Capitol as soon as you can, because this is a travesty. I just came, you heard Dave in a recorded interview. Why? Because I was in a FOIA task force meeting. That FOIA task force, uh, first of all, the um, proponents of the bill didn't show up. It's the second time David Ray didn't show up when he has proposed a lousy FOIA bill. The FOIA task force is not some uh, journalist-created entity. The legislature created it. I was appointed pursuant to legislation passed by the legislature and signed by a Republican governor. I was appointed to that committee. And this committee voted to strongly oppose this bill. They voted that it was brought at the wrong time. By the way, it's unconstitutional. You can't bring a non-emergency motion uh, in a special session, a non-emergency issue in a special session. And other than the first part of the bill that deals with emergency in terms of security for the governor, which nobody opposes, by the way, uh, the rest of the bill has nothing to do with that. And as a consequence, it's unconstitutional. But nonetheless, they brought this bill, and the uh, FOIA task force, the legislatively created FOIA task force with members from government, from government, from media, from all of the appropriate sources... Uh, voted unanimously to strongly oppose the bill, unanimously that the bill is not in the best interests of the public, unanimously that the timing of the bill, that is it being brought during a special session, is inappropriate. All three never happened before. That's what's going on here. They are seeking to sweep your rights out from under you. And I am embarrassed for the Republican Party because I am a member of the Republican Party and I am a conservative. This is not conservative. This is the opposite of conservative. We have said it all along that the progressive movement believes that means justify the ends and conservatives have consistently opposed that and what's going on here? They are saying effectively means justify the ends. Let's talk about some of the lies outright lies that we've heard. One lies, well, you see, the Chinese government is going to be able to make FOIA requests and get um, uh, secret information uh, from us. Uh, no. It's, it's wrong on so many levels. First of all, you need to be an Arkansas citizen to make a FOIA request. So you're not getting requests from the Chinese government. Okay, maybe the Chinese government knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who's an Arkansas citizen, right? So is that what you're saying? Well, if they're trying to get trade secrets, that kind of stuff, because that's what you're saying is secret information, right? We don't have nuclear codes in Arkansas. So the only thing you could possibly get are trade secrets. Guess what? There's a separate exemption for that. Then they say, oh, well, you know, the governor's got to be able to speak to her cabinet. Well, okay, I agree. But there's a separate exemption for that. Right now, it's called the governor's working papers exemption. So that's also a lie or ignorance. I don't know which one it is, and I don't much care. 
Um, they, uh, here's another one. There's a provision uh, dealing with um, uh, uh, attorney's fees. Right now, under the Freedom of Information Act, if a citizen brings a lawsuit because some government bureaucrat didn't turn over records that he's required to turn over, and the um, citizen wins, either in court or through settlement. You know, they show up. This happened to me recently. They show up right before you get into court and say, okay, here it is. All right, great. <laughs> Thank you very much. If you win either way, you're entitled for the government to pay for your attorney costs because you won. They should have never resisted turning over those records. And they do so all the time because they know most people can't afford to bring an attorney. Some people can find an attorney who's willing to take it at risk of getting attorney's fees. And so if you win, you're entitled to reasonable attorney's fees. So they said, and I heard this from multiple sources, they said, well, Rob Steinberg got $20,000 in attorney's fees for losing a FOIA case in which he charged $1,000 an hour for his work to the government. Every one of those statements is absolutely false. Every one of them. And you either have to be incredibly incompetent or lying to make that grouping of statements. First of all, I have never gotten $20,000 in attorney's fees in any case. I've never gotten $20,000 of attorney's fees in a FOIA case. I've never gotten $20,000 in attorney's fees in all of the FOIA cases that I have ever handled. In fact, I got a few thousand dollars in my entire career in attorney's fees for FOIA cases that I've handled. That's it. So that's fraudulent statement number one. Second fraudulent statement. I've never got attorney's fees in a case that I lost. No one has ever gotten attorney's fees for a FOIA case that I lost. No less any other case that I lost, by the way. But I've never gotten attorney's fees in a FOIA case uh, for a case that I lost. No attorney has ever gotten attorney's fees in a FOIA case that they lost. Lie number two. I've never charged the government $1,000 an hour in those few cases in which I got a total of a few thousand dollars in a FOIA case. Nothing even close to the sort. In fact, I've said in those motions, I deserve $1,000 an hour. And let me tell you, folks, I deserve every copper penny of $1,000 an hour. But I don't charge that to the government in a FOIA case. You know what I, when I, those few thousand dollars total in my entire career that I got in attorney's fees, do you know how much my uh, fee was? $250 an hour. $250 an hour. That's it. So uh, all of these claims are entire fabrications. Fabrications. And this is what we're faced with every single day when we, when we don't have genuine debate. And the way you don't have a genuine debate is when you try to rush a bill through a special session that it's unconstitutional uh, to bring uh, because it's, um, uh, uh, there's no time uh, uh, for people to discuss it. And then they, what do they do? They move up the time. They move up the time in which they're hearing it. I mean, seriously? Seriously? You can't make this stuff up. This is the stuff of the Politburo. This is the stuff of dictators. This is the stuff of tyrants. All right? And I'm going to call them out for that because I will not stand idly by when my party or any party does wrong. You know, doing away with the FOIA is why, uh, and trying to adopt a FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, like exists in the federal system, is exactly why the Biden administration is able to stymie the congressional committees, the Republican congressional committees. Because the Republican congressional committees say, give us these documents, you know what, they, you know what the Biden administration says? No, we're not going to do it. We're just not going to do it. And why do the, uh, the committees here in Arkansas, in the, in the legislature, get records from state and local agencies? Because they know that when they make that request, it's backed by the Freedom of Information Act. And if you, uh, if the legislature passes this bill, this is how naive they are. They're giving away their own authority to hold hearings because they're going to call in a state agency and say, show us the records. And you know what's going to happen? State agency is going to nah, we don't want to. And that'll be the end of it. We don't want to. And that'll be the end of it. How tragic is that? That these... Uh, legislators that support this bill are so naive they're giving up their own power 
They're giving up their own authority. They're giving up the notion of checks and balances. I just wrote an expose of the wrongdoing that is going on at Central Arkansas Water. I was able to create this expose. I was able to publish this expose because of records that I obtained pursuant to the Freedom of Information Act. I did that. I did that. And, and then, by the way, the legislature held a hearing on those issues based on the investigative journalism that I did. I'm the one that exposed that, not the other way around. And why? Because of the Freedom of Information Act. So these legislators or the government might tell you, well, this doesn't apply to central Arkansas water because uh, this change, this proposed change only p- applies to the state government. Oh, I see, because there's never any corruption that goes on in the state government, which, of course, is the largest government in the state, much bigger than any uh, uh, local or county government. Yeah, nothing ever goes wrong there. Well, they say, well, we like the governor. You know, she's trustworthy. Oh, because she knows exactly what goes on in all, what is it, like 40,000 employees in state government? She knows what each and every one of them is doing, right? Right? I mean, are these serious arguments or are these grade school arguments? These are the kind of arguments that if a student in in a class that I conducted made, I'd say, hey, folks, you know, listen, I appreciate a good effort, but you got to do better than that. Because that's, that's no good at all. Day, 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 a Memorial Day, I should say. Uh, and I am out front of, uh, or in the foyer uh, of the state courthouse, but on my way to the state capitol to help fight this awful FOIA bill. We're at the courthouse. We saw uh, Conrad Reynolds and, and his great attorney, um, Clint Lancaster, and uh, I think Jennifer, his wife, who's also an attorney, uh, is working on the case as well. So Jennifer and Clint Lancaster, we saw them all walking in because they have this case going on about paper ballots, and so we wish them good luck on that. Uh, and But we are focusing today on the Freedom of Information Act, and we are focusing on the fact that the legislature, uh, through... Um, uh, David Ray uh, and through the governor have introduced a bill uh, that seeks to undermine uh, our Freedom of Information Act, it seeks to undermine transparency. You know, one of the false claims made by those pushing this bill was, oh, you see, it's all hyperbole, it's all exaggeration. Look, I testified against a bill brought by a friend of mine um, Mary, oh, I can't remember now. Mary's um, a state legislator. Um, I, I apologize. I'm terrible with the names. She's a good, a good state legislator, but she brought a, a FOIA bill that I didn't agree with, and I got up there, and I said, folks, I think reasonable minds can differ on this. I disagree with it, and here's why. If you decide not to adopt my logic and you adopt the other side's logic and Mary's logic... Um, Bentham, Mary... Oh, that's driving me crazy. I'm sorry. Um, uh, then I understand, but at least I want to tell you what my view is on that. So, does that sound like hyperbole? No, it sounds like I acknowledge that reasonable minds can differ on bills on which reasonable minds can differ. But this is the bill now before the legislature, hobbled together, last minute, illegally brought uh, uh, during a special session to undermine the FOIA. It is so hyperbole to say that it guts the FOIA. And here's how you know. Because when is the last time you heard a conservative administration in Arkansas say, hey, here's our pitch. We want to make the law look like D.C., New York, and California. Seriously? Seriously? That's your argument? You want to make the law look like D.C., New York, and California. That's bonkers. That is absolute bonkers. I've never heard such a thing. And so um, that's how you know that they're not pursuing something based on principle, but they're pursuing something, something based purely on power. Why? Because we as conservative, conservatives issue what D.C., New York, and California do because they believe in big government. They believe in government having the final say and making all the decisions, and that's why they want limited review of government, because they believe in big government. If you're for big government, you don't want a Freedom of Information Act. 
So, of course, the liberals in D.C., California, and um, New York want a hobbled, a weakened Freedom of Information Act. And that's what these folks have said to you. They have said, we want the same law that exists in D.C., the same law that exists in um, uh, New York, and the same law that exists in California, because we don't want oversight, because we want big government. What conservative says that? A liberal says that, and they say it honestly and openly. And that's why in those jurisdictions, they have these bad laws. But in conservative Arkansas, when's the last time you heard an Arkansan run on a policy that he or she's going to bring more D.C. to Arkansas? Really? That's what's going on with this bill. Let's talk about some of the other misstatements. By the way, folks, as a reminder, get down to the Capitol. They're moving up the time. They're moving up the time because they don't want you to be heard. They don't want the public's voice to be heard. So get down to the Capitol. Apparently, they're going to hear this bill somewhere between 11 and 11.15 instead of 1 o'clock. Now, if that ain't a bait and switch, if that ain't uh, anti-democratic, if that ain't unconstitutional, I don't know what is. It's that simple. So, one of the things that has been constantly repeated is just made up. The, oh, well, the FOIA hasn't been updated since its creation in 1967 by a conservative Republican or, you know, Winthrop Rockefeller. Um, well, here's the problem. This governor signed 10 bills a few months ago after the general session updating the FOIA. A few months ago. How are you telling me the FOIA hasn't been updated when she herself signed 10 bills into law? How is that possible? It happens almost every legislative session. The FOIA is updated all the time. It's like television. Meaning, you know, every year there's a new show on television. Every year, or every other year, because we do it where a legislature meets substantively every other year. Every other year, we update the FOIA. Here's, the, here's another thing that makes it even more ridiculous. Uh, at uh, um, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the current governor's father, when he was governor, created a whole commission to update the FOIA for exactly the reasons that Tim Griffin says we need to update the FOIA. Well, email and electronic records. You know what that was called? The Electronic Records Commission. You know what they did? They updated the FOIA. To do what? To deal with email and electronic records. Done! Next. By the way, the one recommendation that they didn't follow was for the government to put all of the government records that are public records directly online in what's called digital reading rooms. Put it online so nobody has to ask for it. You can just go search for it yourself. Oh, that one they couldn't do. Oh, too much work, they said. We're paying you. We're paying you too much work, right? Isn't that something else? So FOIA hasn't been updated. The question is, when, when hasn't the FOIA been updated? Not when has the FOIA been updated. When hasn't the FOIA been updated? I talked to you already about this. Oh, well, let me hold on, folks. We got to take a break. We'll be back after these words. Answer. Folks, if you haven't gotten in your car, get in your car now. Drive down to the Capitol. It's time to fight for your freedom. The uh, 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 gaggle of Republicans are seeking to undermine our conservative principles by uh, amending the Freedom of Information Act. It's the most important law that we have because it's the law that allows you to see what the government does. No other law allows you to see what the government does. And so they can take advantage of you. They can uh, uh, be tyrannical uh, if you can't see what they're doing. And this law is, uh, this proposal uh, seeks to undermine the law. You know, one of the complaints made by the folks pushing this bad law is, oh, you see, it's weaponized. They're weaponizing. You know, by the way, that's a term created by liberals. Term created. It's remarkable how many leftist terms have been adopted by uh, the right, uh, by Republicans, not the right, because true right would never do this, and many people on the right and all the good conservatives in the state are standing up to this, but uh, the folks that have sold out are adopting the language of the left. It's been weaponized. Well, weaponized. You mean they're using it? Um, but sure, some people are going to use the Freedom of Information Act in a fashion that is not uh, consistent with how we would do it and our ideals. 
But none of these things seek to limit excessive use of the Freedom of Information Act. It's not about excess at all. They're eliminating your ability to look at categories of records, not excess records. It doesn't say, well, if you asked for too much, then we got a problem. No, it says all records in this category. Well, how is that excessive? Second thing is, do you realize how embarrassing this is for Republicans? Right? Because here's the, the leftist argument when it comes to guns. We've got to cut down, cut out, eliminate, eviscerate gun rights of hardworking Arkansans and Americans because of school shootings and mass shootings. Right? Because of those bad people, you good people no longer have your rights. That's the argument of the left, and they're quite open about it. That's what they say. They say, no, we don't think you're a bad guy, but there are bad people who do bad things with guns, and therefore you need to lose your gun rights. Well, that's what they're saying with the Freedom of Information Act. They're saying, hey, there's some bad people that do bad things with the Freedom of Information Act, and you, the good conservative citizens of Arkansas, need to lose your Freedom of Information Act rights. Seriously? Seriously? Do you not hear the hypocrisy? You know, do you hear the words coming out of my mouth? That's what it is, right? It's, it's remarkable that these people have adopted wholesale the leftist arguments. Weaponization. So let's eliminate the right. Weaponization. I talked about before, but I want to mention again, this complaint about the attorney-client privilege. They want to keep all records in which attorneys are involved in, out of oversight by the public and the press. I made a Freedom of Information Act of Central Arkansas Library System, and I found them scheming to undermine the law, scheming to use public funds for their private, personal, political agenda of suing to undermine the law, scheming to violate the FOIA, all because I got records pursuant to the FOIA that would, have, that would have fallen under this new exemption of attorney-client privilege. All of it. All of it. Now they say, well, you see, those records are from a local agency, and our exemption only applies to the state government. Oh, because all corruption only happens at the local level and none happens at state government. Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're telling me? How many times have we seen state officials over the history of this state uh, get in trouble with the law, even go to jail? Oh, we've seen it, folks. It happens. Doesn't mean the administration's bad, but you think the governor gets to oversee 40,000 40, employees personally? Seriously? And I uncovered that behavior at Central Arkansas Library System. Pursuant to the FOIA and had the exemption that they're seeking for the state been applied to the localities, I would have never gotten those records. And I would have never made that expose that I published. Folks, it is a travesty what we're seeing. If you haven't gone down to the Capitol, get in your car, drive down to the Capitol. We need your voice heard. And we need your voice heard right now in the Capitol. They are running this bill through two committees. That never happens, by the way. Because they think they can't get it through the one it's supposed to go through. So they want a backup. They change the time because they're afraid you're going to show up. They're running it through a special session, which is unconstitutional because it's not an emergency. But it's only three days, so they don't want any deliberation. How many dirty tricks can you pile up on top of each other? These are Republicans doing this? It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. These aren't patriots. I'll tell you that right now. And all of this is happening on 9-11, the solemn 9-11. They are forcing a fight amongst the good people of Arkansas because they have brought up an improper, a divisive, a freedom-undermining bill on this solemn day. That's what's going on here, folks. It's an ap absolute travesty. And, and 
I won't stand for it. And that's why you're hearing me, and you've heard Dave before, and you'll hear us talk about it again, say on this show, we're not in the pockets of any politicians. We believe in constitutional principles. And when we disagree in a minor way, we say, look, we disagree. Uh, Mary Bentley. I said before the break, I couldn't remember her name. Mary Bentley and I have disagreed on a law a, a while back, um, and I testified against that law, and I said simply, hey, we disagree. Here's why I disagree with her. And I explained my reasons, and the goal was to persuade the legislature to, to adopt my reasons uh, over her reasons. But her reasons weren't crazy. Her reasons were reasonable. I just thought my, mine were more reasonable, and I said so. That's what I said, sitting next to Mary, happily. And so we disagreed. No, no accusations of hyperbole because I said we reasonably disagree. But this is not reasonable. So their response is, oh, it's hyperbole. Okay, you can call it banana. But I'm going to call out real bad bills when they're really bad bills. And when there's a bill I just disagree with, I'm going to say I just disagree with it because I'm always honest. I do it in court. I do it in uh, the legislature. I've gone to court, and I argued against a motion from the other side because I thought we had the better argument. But I said, let me make it clear, Your Honor. I think their argument's a reasonable argument. There's, a, you know, there's an ambiguity. Here's why I think the ambiguity should fall in my favor. And maybe I'm a little bit biased because it would fall in my favor. I don't know. But I said, here's why I think it should fall in my favor. But their argument's a fair argument, so you have to decide. Now, how much more fair can you be? I don't think you can be any more fair than that. So I tell the truth, whether or not it helps my position. I tell everyone who asks my honest belief. But the claims, the, 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 the dirty tricks that are uh, underway here, these are either based on ignorance or they're dishonest. Sorry. And I'll tell you uh, the example that I've referenced before in the show. Folks say, well, you see... Rob Steinbuck got $20,000 uh, in attorney's fees in a FOIA case that he lost, and he charged the government $1,000 an hour, and, and, and they paid it. Every word of that sentence is false. But I've heard from multiple people that that's what some people surrounding uh, this bill, I don't know if it's uh, government officials or not, but people surrounding this bill making that claim. Those are lies. Those are lies. I've never gotten $20,000 in attorney's fees uh, in my life. In total. In total. I've never gotten $20,000 in attorney's fees in FOIA cases. I've gotten a few thousand dollars in fees in attorney's cases, in, in FOIA cases, in attorney's fees. In my life. In my life. Uh, I never got attorney's fees in a case that I lost. No one has ever gotten attorney's fees in a case they lost. Those are lies. I mean, how ignorant do you need to be to make the claim that someone's getting attorney's fees in a case they lose? How's that possible? It's, I mean, it's ridiculous. And I never got $1,000 an hour in those few, uh, for those few thousand dollars that I got in attorney's fees. Now, here's what I will tell you. If I take on a private client, I'm going to charge them $1,000 an hour. And I told the court, I would never charge the government that, even though... Let me be clear. I'm worth every penny of it. Every penny of it. You don't like it? Don't pay me. Don't hire me. Go hire another attorney. But when I make a FOIA request, excuse me, when I uh, uh, um, uh, uh, am a lawyer on a FOIA case and I win, I, th those few cases in which I got attorney's fees, I got $250 an hour. $250 an hour. You know, where I started practicing law in New York, they pay that to paralegals now. But doesn't matter. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you that the claim is absolutely false. And I'm tired of ignorant people saying ignorant things. Because that's what it is. Ignorant. Plain and simple. Folks, we're, go we're going to take a break in a moment. And we're going to come back to our final segment. And then I'm going to tell you again, come down to the Capitol. We need you at the Capitol to fight for freedom. They basically want to take the free out of freedom and leave the dumb part. That's how bad what they're doing is. And, and these 
lemming legislators that decide to go along with this bad idea, remember what Bill Clinton did. Bill Clinton lined up a bunch of Democrats to vote for the assault weapons ban. He's a former Arkansas governor, lined up a bunch of lemming legislators to vote for the assault weapon ban, and 50 of them lost their seats because the public revolted. Oh, he got reelected, but 50 legislators who were carrying the water for that former Arkansas governor in an in a anti-conservative bill lost their seats. So I say this to the legislators, beware, beware of what you wish for. You just might get it. We'll be back after these words. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. Excuse me, I butchered that slightly. This is the Dave Ellswick Show here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. This is the last segment for this morning's Dave Ellswick Show, folks. And I will remind you yet again. Please get down to the Capitol right now. Time is of the essence. We need a good showing to prove that the people of Arkansas want to preserve the Freedom of Information Act as it is. By the way, as it is means as it has been revised. Every legislative session, notwithstanding this false claim that it has, hasn't been revised in 56 years. It's just, I, I can't argue make-believe. And that's absolute make-believe. By the way, David Ray, the lead House sponsor of this awful bill, also the lead House, House sponsor of a similar bad bill during the last legislative session, is on Tim Griffin's working group for the Freedom of Information Act. Now, he's committed to working with Tim Griffin uh, to, to, with a group as Tim Griffin claims, is uh, you know of a wide variety of backgrounds to really produce uh, good suggestions to revise the Freedom of Information Act. If that's the case, then why is he simultaneously authoring a bill to make the very changes that are under uh, discussion and debate in Tim Griffin's working group? He's undermining the very group that he's on, and he's undermining the Attorney General's efforts in this regard. So my question to the Attorney General is, are you going to now replace him? Are you going to now replace David Ray in your working group? Because he's undermining your working group by going back door before the working group comes up with a proposal and making his own legislative proposal that's my question mr attorney general are you going to have fidelity to the claims that you have made regarding your working group on the freedom of information act that they're going to work together they're going to work collegially they're going to work civilly as a group to come up with new ideas for the foia when he does an end run that is, David Ray, does an end run around exactly each of those express purposes of your group. So either you're committed to your working group or you ain't. And if you're committed to your working group, then you are going to ask David Ray to step down and you're going to replace him, right or wrong. You either own this or you don't. I've got enough, I've heard enough from politicians who are windsocks, sticking their fingers in the air and seeing which way the wind is blowing. Stand up for what you believe in. That's what conservatives do. And that's why we're standing up against this awful proposal to gut the Freedom of Information Act, illegally, unconstitutionally, during a special session. Two things are going to happen if it passes. Actually, three things. One is there are going to be a bunch of primaries against these legislators uh, who vote for this bill. Some this term, this coming election, some in later elections. That's, that's going to happen, and they're going to lose. So when they hear comments, well, you want to be on the governor's good side, you know whose side you really want to be on the good side of? I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. It's good politics to be on the, 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 the good side of the governor. You know whose side it's better to be on? Voters. The governor doesn't live in your district. She ain't voting in your district. 
Oh, yeah, she's got a megaphone, but she ain't got a vote. You know who got votes? Patriots, conservatives, citizens. And they vote, and they show up to vote. And that's why 50 federal legislators lost their seats when Bill Clinton uh, uh, twisted their arms uh, to sign the assault weapons ban. This is very much like the assault weapons ban, right? Because the basis for the assault weapons ban was some people are doing some bad things with guns, so we need to ban them for everyone. And the argument here, some people are doing some bad things with the Freedom of Information Act, so we need to undermine it, gut it, uh, fillet it for everyone. It's the same, same logic being applied in both circumstances. And the legislators that vote for this vote to cede their own authority. Because virtually all the hearings that the legislature has, when they seek records from state agencies, they do so through uh, the Bureau of Legislative Research, and their, their requests for records are, uh, they are Freedom of Information Act requests. Because you don't have to say it, in, in it, you just ask for the record. And if they didn't have that authority behind those requests, you know what would happen? The same thing that happens in the Congress right now. The Republican committees ask the government for records, and the, committee, and the, and the, and the government agencies say, no, we ain't interested. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. So it's unfortunate that at this early date, we have, have to have this fight. And most importantly, on this particular date, on 9-11, on a solemn day, a memorial day, that we should come together as our Kansans and uh, as Americans, which we did after 9-11, by the way. And now we have to engage in this fight because nobody had the foresight not to bring this divisive issue before the legislature on 9-11. That's bad politics, and it's bad substance, and I don't like it, and I'm going to call it out. Thousands of Americans died, both on 9-11 and the, and the war against terrorism thereafter. Thousands! And we're forced to show up to the Capitol to get into an argument over the Freedom of Information Act. Who came up with this idea? It's really, it's sad. I'm sad for the people of Arkansas. I'm sad for the state of Arkansas. I'm sad for all of us. But this is, this is the problem we confront now, and we will deal with it. Because we're big boys and girls, and we will do what's right, because we have to do what's right. Because we have people who aren't doing what's right. We have people doing bad things to the Freedom of Information Act. And as a consequence, we, patriots, conservatives, are going to the Capitol and we're going to let our voice be heard. And if these lemming legislators that are on this bill don't change our minds, we're going to vote them out of office. With that, it was an honor and privilege to fill in for Dave. Thank you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.